History has clearly shown that Christ is required to overcome the natural tendency of powerful forces to destroy God-given rights, including the right to hear and speak His truth. Welcome to Biblical Citizen, Let's Roll, with Kathleen and Brian Melanakis. Kathleen is an author and retired registered nurse, and her husband Brian is a former company president. Kathleen and Brian are here to discuss current events from a biblical worldview and how we as believers can be salt and light in our culture and in the political arena. Biblical Citizen Let's Roll seeks to educate and activate Christians at the grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Now, here are your hosts, Kathleen and Brian Melanakis on K-Praise. Hey! Good morning to our listeners. Good afternoon. We are here with a brave American today who has proven that when you stand up to bullies, they back down, especially when they have no legal standing. He has never wanted to be in the spotlight, but when the unlawful shutdown came last March, he, like other American heroes in the past who we've talked about on this show lots, like Todd Beamer and others, he was prepared to take action. His name, his story, and his restaurant, Basilico's Pasta y Vino in Huntington Beach, have become fairly well-known among freedom-fighting circles here in San Diego and possibly across the world through the Internet. But perhaps you haven't heard about Tony Roman, our guest today. He's been one restaurant owner in Los Angeles in the, uh, who has stayed open all his stayed open all this last year, fought off the lawless attacks of government overreach, The government's out of line, folks, and they know it, and he proved it. We're proud to have him with us today. Hi, Tony. You there? Brian and Kathleen, thank you for having me. It's a real honor to be on with you both. Well, thanks so much. We are still waiting to get to your wonderful restaurant, but we love authentic Italian food, and we hear from very good sources that yours is the best. So it'll just be a conversation. Tell us a little bit, Tony, about your background, how you ended up getting in the restaurant business, and... Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. First, I want to say Kathleen pronounced the name perfectly. So she's done it the best so far of all the interviews that I've done. Oh, good. Thank you, (laughs) Kathleen, for that. Um, So, yeah, I I come from other industries. And my mother had the restaurant. She opened it in Huntington Beach at a different location in uh, 1999, so 21 years ago. And um, she put it up when she was about 57 years old. She took a chance. She she brought a style of food to the area that people hadn't hadn't seen before. It's 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 rustic comfort food, big portions made with great ingredients. I mean, uh, you know, when it comes out of, the, out of the kitchen, your mouth just waters. You know, you can't mm. wait to dig in. So, so um, so when she got uh, sick, uh, she's still with us. But when she got seriously sick, uh, ill, and in 2013 and then again in 2014, both times in the in the hospital, both times in the coma, and walked out of the hospital both times. I mean, just a miracle. They've always called her a miracle at the hospital there. Um, but when I when I realized that she couldn't be at the restaurant any longer, and I saw that the location was deteriorating a, a little bit, the shopping center she's in the area was was in decline in that part of Huntington Beach. Um, I, I was concerned that she you know she would lose it. So what I did is. Uh, because she's so beloved in the community and because she's given uh, so much back to the, to the community, I, I wanted to build her a new place and a better place and gift it to, to her as a tribute. So it would be everlasting, you know. And um, so 
you know, long to the future. So what I did in 2017, uh, 20, 2016 to 2017 is I built her the restaurant. I, I designed it, I built it, and I thought I would just install management and, and put the, put all kinds of systems in place that would run itself. But once you get involved in a re- restaurant and you, and, and you start to get to know your staff, you know, and the community customers, you, you fall in love with it. So I never expected to be in, in the restaurant business. But uh, but here I am, and then uh, in in 2020, you know, the shutdown came, and the rest is history. After that, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. Well, it's just it shows how much love you put into it, and how meaningful it is when you have your own you. business that it, it it's connected with your family, with your history, with your efforts, with all the things that you the blood, sweat, and tears that you put into it. You're exactly right. So, so, so for us, you know, it wasn't about a business. It was about so much more. Um, you know, of course, the freedom and the liberty—that's that's that's above above everything else. But also, when you think about other people who are afraid to lose their businesses, with ours, um, you know, it, it came with the history and the importance and the relevance because of mother and what she had put into it herself for all those years. So, Tony, I'm really curious as to what happened when you, when the shutdown happened. What went through your mind? I mean, a lot of things must have gone through your mind. Uh, so you, you you were concerned about your employees, about your uh, everything being, you know, shut down. But I'm 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 particularly interested about what you thought about the science because, you know, that's that's what they're basing this whole thing on. So sure. So so for me, um, unlike unlike others who have tried to defy. Uh, I think the reason why we've been so successful at it is I've never, you know, I never thought about the, uh, about paying rent and the employees and the business. I never thought about protecting the business as a business. What I felt was, um, that, that God had put me in a position to go to battle with these people, uh, over our freedom and liberty, our God given free freedoms and liberty that we have that are protected, uh, under the constitution. Uh, and, and I thought about our founders, who sacrificed so much to give the protections that we all have. It's such a great uh, gift. And I thought about our soldiers who have fought and died for over 244 years who have protected them. And there was no, there was no way that I was going to dishonor any of them. I was going to honor them, you know, in, in this fight. And I explained to our staff that, you know, they're, they're all a bunch of young, young guys, twenties, uh, uh, early, early thirties. Um, and I explained to them, look, this is, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to sacrifice everything in this fight. We're going to put it all at risk, and we're not going to back down. We're not going to give an inch. We're going to take a hard, all-or-nothing stand. And at first, they thought it was crazy. They thought, well, you know, Tony, you're going to lose stuff. And I said, well, that's the problem with everyone. They're thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about uh, about this fight being about something bigger than themselves. So for me, um, you know, I, I was excited, uh, you know, like I said, to defend our our business and dedicated as a constitutional battleground. And that's what I did. And, um, and we were very provocative in our fight. The, the first thing that I did was I, I hung a don't tread on me flag in front. It said, live, live free or die on it. And that was our signal to the community that we were going to take a stand and fight. And at first people didn't show up because they would, you know, they were watching the news and they were afraid of, you know, afraid of the virus. But to me, I saw it more as a virus of fear. And um, so we stayed open. And at first, people didn't, you know, not a lot of people showed up, but there were a few that would would crowd the bar. And as people would come in to pick up to-go food, they would slowly see that, wow, there are people out here. And they would start getting courage, you know. And uh, before you know it, 
uh, after a few months, we had five hour waits of people just coming down from all over, you know, all over the state, uh, from, from out of state driving down just to be a part of, just to be a part of it and communicate and connect with other patriots. So it's become sort of like a 1776 uh, tavern when you walk in there, you feel it. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And that's similar to the story of John MacArthur, Grace Community Church in LA, who he figured out that this is not the kind of virus that is so deadly like they're saying. This is a, a, a virus of fear. This is fear mongering and scare tactics according to the statistics. And at first, people were afraid to come to his church, but then slowly, you know, more, more and more people were just wanting him to keep his church open, and, and more and more people started coming. And, and he's got, what, 3,000 people? 3,500 jammed in every week. Every yeah. week, and his church has that. grown, and his church has added members. So, yeah, this is just amazing because people haven't gotten sick at your restaurant, right? I mean, no. No, we've had no, we've had no contact tracing back to our restaurant ever. And the thing is, is that another th- another approach that I took is because of the Constitution, you don't see any arguments or any mention of the word science as a basis for infringing on your liberties. Right. So for me, so so for me, um, when people try to talk about the science, I never look, I never allow them to drag me down that rabbit hole. So what I do. As I tell them, look, I'm not going to use, I've never used a medical exemption. I don't use excuses. I don't post excuses on the windows. I don't do any of those things. I just say, look, I'm, gonna, I'm a free American. I'm doing what I want. And uh, I believe in what I'm doing. I'm defending freedoms and our liberties. That's a stand that I'm going to take. And that's the end of it. So people constantly trying to hand me, hey, Tony, you should use this brochure and loophole and exemption. I say, get that in my face. I don't need any of it. Because once you do that, you give them credibility over you. You, 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 you give argument and their position, um, you know, credibility. I, I don't want to give them authority over me where they don't have any. So, so one of the other things that, that we did is we banned masks. We, we banned masks at the beginning. You, you can't get in there with a mask. And the reason why is I do, I do the mask. <laughs> that's, yeah. again, that's countercultural. It's great. Fantastic. Exactly. Exactly. And we view it because I view it as a, as a symbol of the entire lockdown. It's a symbol of control fear it is. and it is. surrender. So people love coming in there because they don't see any remnant of the lockdown at all. And I tell business owners all the time who think they're open, even now, if I look at the restaurant and I see any social distancing at all, and if I see everything spaced out and you have employees wearing masks or even customers coming in with masks, you are not truly open, period. You're not. That's it. At, you know, at, at our restaurant, when you walk in, you feel like you're in vintage America. That's, yeah. that's, that's how it feels. And let me say that there is really no science to the, the, the ridiculous requirement that you walk in with a mask, but then you're... You, you walk 25 feet to the table and then the virus isn't going to get you because you're sitting down. That, that just burns me every time I go in a restaurant. Well, like, Tony isn't needed and does, I understand completely what you're saying. This, the Constitution doesn't mention any exemptions for these so-called, uh, pandemics, but even if it did, and I'm sure other people have told you this, the science is so weak anyway, but you don't need you have chosen to fight it on constitutional grounds and I love it. Like like Lexington and Concord, you know, the shot heard around the world. I love right. it. I yeah. love it. I yeah, love well it. the enemies of freedom, you know, in this case, they their minds are made up. They're gonna use the science that they that they think is on their side. But but it is on the side in a way where they're gonna win either way. If they say, Look, uh the virus numbers 
uh, when uh, went down, they can say, see, the lockdowns worked, right? And, but, but if they say the virus numbers went up, they could say, see, we need to lock down harder next time. Uh, so they yep. positioned it where they can win both ways. Yep, well, and yep. whenever they are asked to come up with the actual studies or the science, they don't, they, they can't do it. Yeah, my, my wife's a registered nurse, so she likes going back to that science. But I like uh, both arguments. Tony, we're gonna we're gonna take a break, but stay tuned because I want to drill down a little deeper into kind of what you've how you've handled this shutdown. It's a huge yeah. inspiration. So be right back, Thank folks. Thank you. There is more biblical citizen. Let's roll. Still to come on K Praise. Welcome back to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Now, here are your hosts, Kathleen and Brian Milanakis on K-Praise. We are back with Tony Roman of Basilico's Pasta y Vino Restaurant. You know, Tony, one sign that people, I hope, I think, are starting to wake up is the recall of Gavin Pelosi, as you call him. I, I really like that term because I think they're linked even family and there's a big story there. But anyway... The 2 million signatures, 2 million plus signatures have been collected. I think that's almost a miracle. That's Isn't that a hopeful sign that, that we're going to actually make him face the recall? Uh, yeah, it's a, it, it's a hopeful sign. It's funny, you know, since I've been calling her Gavin Pelosi just today, I think uh, she, came, uh, she came out and supported him publicly trying to defend him. So they are linked. Um, but... Yeah, you know, my, my, my only concern is that who's going to replace them? You know, you got these people coming forward that act like they're the saviors, and when you look at their backgrounds, they're all com- compromised. You have, Ke- you, you know, you got being down in San Diego, you have Kevin Faulkner. Yep. Know, he's, one, he's one of those guys acting like he's, he's going to come and reverse everything, but he's the guy that locked down the city. He, he locked down beaches in your, you know, yeah, down he did. in San Diego. He did. You and we trust him. Yeah. And we know yeah, that. And, and, yeah, exactly right. And and even in states like Mississippi, um, Texas, and even Florida, they're praising their governors for giving their giving their freedoms back, but they they behave like traitors. If you if you shut down and you enforce restrictions even for a minute, okay, then you you cannot be trusted to lead here in this country. So so we we need a new a new standard of 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 candidate, you know, and and who should be entrusted to lead because. Um, because yeah, I mean, you know, you, you can force him out, but what are you going to be le- left with? Sometimes it's even worse when you think you have somebody on your side and they stick a knife in your back. Yeah, understand so, understand that concept. Yeah, we have yeah, to. So the guys, but the people who organized the recall should be proud of themselves. They're actually coming into the restaurant tomorrow at three o'clock to celebrate the oh, actual wow. organizers of the entire thing. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. That we've had uh, we've had Mike, Mike Netter. Netter here on the show, and he's he's that's terrific. Yep. He's terrific. Mike yep. Netter. Yep, that's All exactly right. right. So. So, so, yeah, but I mean, it's still, you know, it's a great opportunity. I just think we can't, we can't blow it. That's all I, I can say. We totally agree. So I am really crush, uh, curious, you know, they use the carrot and the stick, these followers of Gavin Newsom that you, you know, you said in your clip uh, to the, the speech to the ABC board that these are all Gavin appointees that are loyal to him. They're not loyal to the people. And no. so that is really important to know for people and so uh but they use the carrot and the stick and we'll talk about the stick in a minute Uh, but Mm -hmm. i'm curious i've heard that business owners have gotten money from the cares act to put signs in their window and to 
make people wear masks and to be the enforcers, do they actually get paid? Did you get approached and, you know, money from the CARES Act? They, no, they've never done that. No, they, they've never approached us because we made our, our, our stand very, very clear with our flags, with our, I mean, in the window of the restaurant, when you walk up, you, you, you see, you see the constitution, the amendments of the constitution that we feel protect us. They're in the window, it's posted. And then you also see two signs, an image of a man and a woman uh, wearing masks with a red line going through both of them. Yay. What you understand is that people, when they come to the restaurant wearing a mask and they try to get in, people love the show because they'll walk up, try to get in with a mask, and we'll tell them they have to t- take it off. And they look at us like deer in the headlights because they've been told for so long to put it on. And then, and then when we ask them to, to take it off, they'll pull it off and it'll be hanging off their ear. Like you see so many people doing to pull their mask off and we'll say, no, 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 that's not good enough. <laughs> Don't want to see it. Yeah. Well, really? Then they have it in their hands and we say, that's not good enough. You got to put it in your purse, your pocket or throw it in the trash. We don't want to see any of that in here. This is a mask free so, zone. Yeah. So, so, tell, so tell us about your battle or, I mean, you've had to just oppose all these imp- impositions, but, Mm-hmm. It's particularly to do with the ABC license that you fought so hard for. I mean, you went through all the hoops. You went through the paperwork. Sure. Yeah. So, so the first the first court date um, that we had, um, I I went to see with you know uh, just at a show of goodwill to see what the court's about, how they run it. And the first thing that I did was I got in without a mask and that took about an hour, but they tried to ban me from, from, from coming in there because I wouldn't wear a mask. And I said, look, if you're not going to let me in, you're going to have to bring the hearing out into the parking lot. So I was the first person to ever get into the building, into the room without a mask. I walked in there and everybody was masked up, including the, the judge. I was the only one who wasn't. So I think they knew then that they had a fight on their hands. Um, but it was continued. And when it was con- continued, after I saw what a circus it actually was, I said, I'm not giving these people any authority me, over me at all, ever. And so when the, when the hearing was continued in October, I think it was, or no, I'm sorry, in January, um, I didn't show up. Instead, I sent, them a, I sent them a video admonishing them and blasting them and telling them why I will give them no authority over me. And that's the video I think that you have. Yep, let's... let's uh... Play that right now if we can get our producer to play the little It's a little for clip. for these reasons, in protest, I refuse to appear for my scheduled ABC court hearings today, January 27th, 2021. I reject the invitation to go before you on bended knee to answer for alleged violations of unjust fascist mandates and unlawful orders. I will never use medical exemptions as if I'm presenting my papers to the secret police in the former Soviet Union. I won't use brochures and pamphlets featuring supposed loopholes. I won't go down the rabbit hole with you about the science. You know the facts related to the science already anyways in support of our case. I refuse to use any excuse because that would only justify everything you're doing, giving it credibility. I don't need any of it to make my stand. I only need my God-given freedoms, those also protected under our Constitution. So we will give no lockdown authority over us to those who have none. We have not and will never surrender anything in this fight. Everyone knows what's stacked against us. Your whole agency, top to bottom, is filled with Gavin appointees. There are no independent ABC judges. Your allegiance is to him. You have even denied my motion against holding my hearings today by way of video on Zoom, violating even the Sixth Amendment, my constitutional right to face my accusers in person, face-to-face. It never ends with you people. Business owners are suffering, and your actions now force them to dig deeper into their pockets, to accommodate the nonsense, and to defend themselves when they are unable to. 
and you waste the government's money with these kangaroo court proceedings when instead your agencies should be suing real crimes. Your governor locks up honest working people but releases murderers onto our streets. That is that is fantastic. Tony, I think I've heard you've been compared to a figure in The Godfather, but I think I could do a lot better than that. I, I You remind me more of... Rocky Balboa, the Italian stallion, because you're you're over, you're overcoming all the odds, right? It's, That's too good. It's fantastic. Too no, I, I I've run up I've run up those steps in Philadelphia after I saw that movie. We used to live on the East Coast, but uh, the the Italian stallion, I think it's very very apropos. Kathleen, That's pretty you... funny, and, and 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 I just want to say say real quick. So on Wednesday, this past Wednesday, we had we had another hearing scheduled at at the ABC for the second group of charges uh, that were against us. And uh, what did I do? Of course, I fired off a second video. And that is on our website, makerestaurantsgreatagain.com. And in this video, I actually directed, uh, uh, you know, basically message uh, Gavin Newsom directly. So, so it's, it's focused on him. And, uh, and I know he sees it because he runs that agency. And I'm well aware that he knows exactly what's going on here. So, um, if you want to check it out, that's where it's at. Yeah, that's well, great. you know what? You were talking about gubernatorial candidates. If you weren't so busy with your restaurant, <laughs> I think we may have found the right gubernatorial candidate. It may not be too late to throw your hat in the ring. I hey, appreciate that. Hey, Thank we you. just see you as a hero. And, and we just encourage all the other restaurant owners and business owners, nail salon owners and barbershops. Mm-hmm. Gym owners. Gym. You don't have to be. As eloquent as Tony, I mean, he, you are very eloquent, Tony. We 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 acknowledge that. But you, all you well, have to say is, that. you know, all we have to, all you have to say is, what law are you using to find me or threaten my income? What 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 legal basis are you standing on? I refuse to comply. I am going to stand. They're using up. fear. Yeah, yeah. They're using fear, and when they hit at you, you need to hit them back ten times harder, right in the face, and. And and you have to taunt them. You have to make them understand that they need to go knock on somebody else's door because they knocked on the wrong door this time. And being a uh, Christian Christian radio station, I want to say say one thing. Yeah. Um, think, think about this in Europe, in Italy especially, they're getting ready to lock down for Easter. This is this is the most important day on the Christian calendar. Yes, right? it is. Yes, and, it is. And, and these people, and these people, ironically, are going to dishonor the greatest freedom fighter in world history. By self-imprisoning. Are you kidding me? People need to think and wake up, and they cannot give an inch to these people. You have to back them down. You have to make them surrender to us. We can never surrender to any of this. Totally, totally agree. And this is the second Easter. I mean, to people, this is is separating, you know, you mentioned Christianity. The Bible says separating the wheat from the chaff, and I have never in my lifetime experienced anything, whether it's restaurant owners or church attenders, or people in government. Se- talk about separating the wheat from the chaff. Who really believes in what we've been saying we believe in all our lives and who and who really does when the test comes. So uh, exactly. I love it. I and love how many it. times in the Bible are the words, fear not, yep. mentioned? Exactly. 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 Yeah. Totally yeah. true. Tony, fear you're- not and stand up for the truth. Tony, yeah. you're a real inspiration. We're running running at the end of our short show, but sure. thank you so much. It's been uh, it's been a wonderful conversation. I don't know in thirty seconds or something. Do you want to say any final comment? 
Well, I just want to compliment the the both of you because most in the media um, they, they don't have the courage to tell our story and uh, and feature us. And the the, the reason why is because we're not victims. We're not halfway fighting. They'd rather they, they'd rather interview and talk to the people who are who are crying about the situation that they find themselves in because they lock themselves down. Nobody locked you down. When you look down, you lock yourself down. Stand stand firm, like I said, and drive them backwards. Drive them off the cliff. And, uh, and stay open and, and, and open now, open fully, open boldly. So I just want to say thank you for being patriots and having me on. Thank you. Thank you so we much, Tony. We're going to be up to thank your restaurant, you. too. To bless your well, neighbor. Well, you let me know when. I will. Uh, we will. It's we Basilico Evino. Yep. To bless uh, your neighbor this week, consider, uh, folks, making sorry. a wonderful day trip up to Basilico's Pasta Evino Pasta. in Huntington Beach. You can combine it, I'm sure, with a nice walk on the beach and support a brave patriot. And encourage every business owner you know to declare their freedom from unconstitutional mandates and open up completely like Tony. So remember that, folks. Till next week, let's roll. Thanks for joining us for Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Join us next week at this same time as Kathleen Melanakis, author and retired registered nurse, and her husband, Brian Melanakis, former company president, explore the deeper issues and spiritual forces behind the news and how we as believers can be salt and light in our culture and in the political arena. Biblical Citizen Let's Roll seeks to educate and activate Christians at the grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Next week, we will cover more major news happening from the view of the biblical citizen. To learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, send an email to biblicalcitizen at gmail.com. That's biblicalcitizen at gmail.com. This has been Biblical Citizen. Let's roll on K-Praise.